0: Hey guys, Lena Ebujamra here from Chicago, Illinois. I am the host of the Living With Power Hope podcast, and I am pretty excited to be with you today again. uh, Every week we've been talking about leadership, which has been a special edition for you guys. I know many of you have enjoyed it, but today we have a special of a special. What I wanted to do was uh, to break out of our usual flow, and rather than run the episode that we had planned, I thought I would spend a few minutes talking with you about, yes, COVID. And uh, before we get into that, let me uh, remind you of a few things. Uh, In fact, there are some exciting things happening, and I'll go ahead and mention them, and you all can uh, uh, keep them in the stash in your brain of things to do during this time of isolation. Everybody's home, the kids are home. I don't know how you have time to listen to this right now, but if you're listening, I want to thank you. Uh, We are creating a few resources for you, and we'll be kind of dropping them here in the next uh, few weeks, but uh, hopefully you've had a chance to go on uh, my Facebook and watch a uh, um, an hour-long video in which I talk about uh, the coronavirus from a medical perspective. So if you have questions about that, we hope for you to take advantage of that video. We'll make a link available for you here, but uh, just go to my Facebook page and you'll be able to find it. Um, it's also on YouTube. And again, we'll have a link for you. But this Thursday, today, we are actually launching an online live study. We created a Facebook community that you can access uh, on Facebook, but the easiest way to reach it is to go to livingwithpower.org and click on the blue box that says join the community. It will take you to Facebook. You can request to become a member in that group. Here's what we're going to do. I will be doing a four, well, actually, a, a rewind for a second. I'll be uh, showing up at that place, that page, once a week, Thursday nights, from 7 to 8, uh, from now until we don't know when, maybe until Jesus returns. Uh, but for the next four weeks, we are going to be launching with uh, an awesome uh, biblical perspective on how to make it through a crisis. Uh, you are going to really enjoy this time. We're, we're aiming for one hour, and from 7 to 8, I'll be going through uh, a Bible study, a short 20 minutes or less, a time where I'll be sharing something from God's Word live. And y'all will be tuning in from wherever you are, and uh, you will have a chance then to engage in conversation and comments and questions. Um, after that, we will pray together online. you will put in your prayer requests, and uh, we're going to create a community of people who are interested in drawing closer to God and deeper in His Word and keeping perspective in this season. Uh, Of confusion, but also in this world where we are uh, connected through the internet, but still so achingly lonely. So, I hope you will join the group and meet us tonight, 7 p.m. Central till 8, just one hour of your time. Um, I uh, can't promise that we'll have a lot of time to answer medical questions about Corona, but if we have time or if you want to stay linger longer, I will be available for that. So, um, again, if you've watched this, podcast or listen to this podcast before, you know that I'm a doctor. I'm a medical doctor and I'm practicing telemedicine now. And my job is basically to answer questions about coronavirus and to divert people to the right places. So if you have any questions, uh, please join us. We'd love to have you. Hey, today I'm going to spend just a few minutes talking about leadership in a world of COVID-19. Leadership in a world of COVID-19. This week, many of you are um, going through just a crazy time of upheaval. Plans that you thought were going to happen are canceled. Kids that you thought were going to be someplace our home and uh, businesses that you thought were going to be running full throttle or conferences that you thought you'd be attending all on the back burner. Everything has changed. How do you lead in a time like this? How do you take charge of this season? How do you move forward? And I just want to give you three points as my usual uh, to challenge you uh, in these areas because I know you're a leader. You've been listening to these podcasts. We're talking about leadership and and even if you didn't think that you are a leader, you have seen through scripture how. Um, We are leaders by virtue of being followers of Jesus. We are leading in our communities. And one of the best ways we lead is how we respond in crisis. And so uh, I want to just kind of summarize three main ways that uh, you and I can step up in leadership in a world of COVID-19. And, uh, Uh, And I want you to take time to think about these ways and challenge yourself to ask God, God, where am I good? Where am I doing well in these areas? And where do I need to change? And I believe with all my heart that every one of us will need these areas in order to uh, be all that God wants us to be during this time and this season. So here it is, point number one, uh, how to become um, a leader in a world of COVID-19. Number one, maintaining focus when all around us is confusion. Maintaining focus when all around us is confusion. There is no leadership like steady leadership. There is no leadership like a leadership that says, no matter what's happening outside, man, I'm I'm stable. I'm unshaken. I, I know who I am. I know whose I am. And I know how this story is going to end. And so um, in order to do that, uh, we've got to start listening up. And uh, you cannot maintain focus by splitting up your focus on all of the noise around us. Listening up demands that you turn down the noise around you and focus in on the one voice that matters, and that is the voice of the Lord. So it really takes listening up as opposed to listening out. Many of us are listening out. We are tuning in. I catch myself doing this all the time, and I get on my phone, and um, I'm, I'm basically... Uh, Uh, checking Twitter. I'm checking Twitter for news. I'm checking Facebook for people's reactions to the news. I'm checking Instagram to be distracted from it all. And all uh, these things are taking me away and my attention away and my focus away from what I need the most to make it through the season. So a leader stops and says, okay, I'm going to maintain focus because all around me is confusion. And so rather than listening around or listening out, we need to start listening up and in order to do that, demands, it will take time. You, you've got to build it in. You've got to build it in. And, and, and listen, I get it. I know that um, you are now in a house inundated with people that you did not think would be there. Kids you sent away to college at or back home. But if you want to maintain focus, you're going to have to fight for that time. There's no other way around it. You fight to go to the gym, you fight to make time to your significant other, you fight for those things that matter. And so if you wanna learn to listen up and to maintain focus in this season and to be a leader, then you've got to take time to do that. You've gotta build it into your schedule. So get up a little earlier, stay up a little later, do what you need to do, force yourself to put the phone away. If you're a leader or if you strive to be the kind of person that comes out of this crisis shining, you build it in. You take the time to learn, to practice listening up. Number 2 it takes oh, still within subpoints sorry i haven't moved to the big, next big idea but but just thinking through this maintaining focus it takes intentionality this sort of builds on taking time. I mean, time is one thing, but have you has this ever happened to you? Because I promise you it's happened to me. I'll be like, okay, now it's time for my quiet time with God. And I'll open my Bible and then I'll be like, oh, I need to check that devotional on my phone. And before I know it, I'm like on a rabbit trail. I'm so far away from anything related to God. And then I'm thinking like, did I just have my quiet time? Because that didn't look like a quiet time. And so intentionality is this willingness to say, all right, I'm not just going to put the time here, but I'm going to put in my intention, my heart, my focus. I'm going to just take, get a timer. I work on two-minute intervals of just breathing, quieting your heart, quieting the noise around you. You can't just open the Bible anymore. I used to think like, man, you just like show up to your time with God, open the Bible, and be like, okay, God, I'm here. You're God, I'm not. All right, let's read. Boom, done. It's sort of like the prayer before a meal. And you never really... Are, you're not talking to God when you're like, God, the food's good, let's eat. It, 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 in order for you to be intentional about maintaining focus and about listening up, will demand that window of time where you quiet down the noise, two, three, four minutes, whatever it is that you need, and you just shut everything off and you, maybe you do breathing exercises. Maybe you, they call them breath prayers or you just say things like, Holy Spirit, quiet me. Holy Spirit, breathe in, quiet me. Breathe out. So take intentionality. Or you uh, know, Brennan Manning used to pray, "Abba, I belong to you." And just a breath prayer, a, a a time of quiet. Maybe a verse comes to your mind. The Lord is my shepherd. God, you are my shepherd. God, you are my shepherd. And and you just build this in. It's a plan. It's an intention. Time it. Put the timer on. I know you have you have you're you're striving for time. I get it. Uh, but you've got to build it the time, the intention, and um, it will take resistance um, or fighting resistance. It's like I have a picture of a rowing boat and a boat and you're rowing and rowing. and Everything around you, whether it's social media or the phone or the family or the kids or the stresses are taking you away. They're creating noise in your life. And it's like, ah, I can't hear a thing. And in order to fight that resistance, uh, you'll need to guard your heart. You'll need to guard your heart. And so um, that's leadership. Leadership uh, doesn't happen outside of uh, a fight for that focus when all around us is confusion. There are so many theories right now going around about coronavirus, about uh, all viruses about the government about the conspiracy theories about who's going to live who's going to die who's in charge who's going to get elected i mean you name it it's out there and and that is um that is the mind that is unfocused that is so distracted by uh, every wind and every wave and there's a lack of stability in that james talks about how uh, faith is focused and stable and 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 and, and leadership uh, maintains focus you listen up When all around us is confusion. You listen up as opposed to listening out. You've got to do this. Here's a second big idea. Leadership in a world of COVID. Number two, choosing to believe when deliverance delays choosing to believe when deliverance delays. I've, I've read a lot about how COVID is not a sprint. It's a marathon right now that what we're going through, we're in social isolation, we're locked down in the house. We're a nation that thrives on freedom. I go where I want to go. I do what I want to do. That is our identity in the United States. And I, I, I love it, but it goes against what we're living in right now. And, and, uh, and the reminder everywhere I read is that what we're going through right now is not like two days and we're done. It really is a sprint. We don't know. First of all, there's a lot of uncertainty. We don't know how long uh, this will go on. Uh, but for the foreseeable future, four to eight weeks, I would guess we're going to be in some state of uncertainty. That's besides the ramifications of the economic uncertainty and how this is going to all affect us in many ways in our life. So if there has ever been a time where leadership is demanded and mandated, especially by the followers of Jesus, it is now. And so you say, how, how do I do it? Well, you maintain focus, you you listen to God, you don't listen to the world, but then you choose to believe even when you don't see deliverance. And so belief, trust is is that posture of saying, God, I don't have the answers, but I trust you. God, I don't see the solution, but I trust you. God, I can't get a test for my COVID, but I trust you. God, I don't know if I've been exposed to asymptomatic carriers, but I trust you. And choosing to believe, that is a choice. It's like Joshua in, in Deuteronomy says, choose to stay, or I'm sorry, in the, the book of Joshua, where he says, choose to stay whom you will serve. There's a choice to be made. You're not forced to believe God, but you know who God is, you know what He's gotten you through. And so you put your faith in Him as an act of faith. And and so that posture, how you respond in this season, that's leadership. A leader responds with faith. A leader responds with stability. A leader responds in a way that reveals who you really are and what you believe about God. And so many of us, honestly, need to repent because uh, our responses have... um, have been fearful. And, and yes, it's a fearful time. And it's okay to be a little fearful. Every man of God and woman of God had went through crisis times and, and had fear and anxiety and depression and on and on. And the things that, that people struggle with and uncertainty and, 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 and plan B's and, and, and getting Hagar and, and Abraham kind of taking the matters in his own hands and on and on. I mean, you can, examples are endless, um, but they repented. And they changed and God taught them that there was a process and there was a thing happening and it grew their faith so that they were listed in Hebrews 11. So how you respond, that's trust. How you respond to crisis, how you respond to difficulty uh, when deliverance delays because we might not see deliverance right away. And so how you respond reveals who you are and are you a godly leader and are you growing into one and you could still do that. And how you respond also affects how you feel. Do you know that? We think we respond based on our feelings, but I I really believe that faith dictates our responses which affect our feelings. I really believe that. When you respond in faith and you declare who God is and you remind yourself of his faithfulness, I have a friend, Lori, on Facebook. She is now going through a process of writing down verses on on note cards, three by five cards, specifically focused on how to battle fear. I can guarantee you, you talk to her in two days and her fear factor is going to be low. Why? Because she's choosing to respond as a leader. And she puts it on Facebook, not to brag, but to lead. She's leading in faith in belief. I saw it and it encouraged me. She put it for Isaiah 41:10, and I've been standing on that promise. Why? Because she led in that way. And if you meet Lori and you meet me, naturally, you may look and go, oh, Lena seems like a stronger leader. But I'm telling you, that is our misperception. We think like if you're bold and in someone's face and loud and and you know strongly spoken then you're a leader but really leadership is acting in a way that uh, leads others to the truth and uh, Lori modeled that by by doing that and and so i have taken on what she has exemplified and those are this is exactly what i'm talking about here i'm not talking about you running for office because we are in desperate times although that might be your thing i'm talking about you leading in your communities in your circle of networks through the internet the people that you know because we're not seeing people now leading in leading leadership and responding in a way that shows who you are, but also affects how you feel. Can I say something about that? Your words have power. What you say about a circumstance affects how you feel about it. If you are a gloom and doom, well, we're all going to die, everyone has COVID, get away from me, this is the worst, you're going to be so weighed down by it. Can you practice today words of, of hope, words of strength and faith and joy and victory? That's what we're going to cover, by the way, when we do the, those Facebook Lives in the next four weeks. Um, it will help you be a better leader. If you join us, you're going to be encouraged. You're going to focus in on God's word. And then talking about choosing to believe when deliverance delays, talking about our responses they reveal who we are, how we feel, and they also, how we respond affects those around us, all right? How we respond affects those around us. People will watch how you as a follower of Jesus are responding to this. Are you different than those who have no faith? Is your house built on sand or on the solid rock of Jesus? Listen, this is our chance to shine as as people who are unshaken by the things of the world. So you wanna be a godly leader in the age of focus. Number one, maintain focus when all around is confusion. Number two, choose to believe when deliverance delays. And number three, leading with innovation when plans are changed. Okay, this is a great opportunity. Plans change and now in a dramatic fashion, this is the time to lead with innovation. That will take courage, that will take creativity. This is what leaders are made for. So what does that mean to you? That means you think outside of the box. You can no longer go to a conference, bring a conference to you. You can no longer run your business in the traditional way. Think of a way where you're going to run the business that will serve people with your skills and your expertise. It may take some time to plan it, but that's okay. You got nothing but time. Think innovatively out of the box. That's what leaders do. They're not destroyed when plans are changed. On the contrary, they're fueled. There may be a little hump, a little obstacle little trippage or you're like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? There's a stress of finances. I get it all. But that's Christian leadership is saying, all right, I see those things, but I trust the Lord and I'm gonna look now. Uh, for a way that is going to um, to be, okay, unusual, out of the box, innovative, but this is an opportunity. We're thinking through that. Believe me, we are thinking through it and we believe God is going to use this season to take our ministry to places that we never thought before. This community group, by the way, we started thinking about it about a month and a half, maybe two months ago. We didn't know COVID was coming. We had the sketch in our head. we were thinking about it and we we're like, okay, we'll do it in the next three, four months. And we just kept thinking about second quarter plans and third quarter plans. This week, when all hell broke loose and everybody's stuck in their house. I texted Irina and I said, Irina, it's like God says this is the time to launch it. So we're launching it today. I hope you join. We're thinking outside the box because these are times that demand that we do. How? Why? Because we have a focus. Our focus is Jesus. Our focus is not that we get rich and, and that we have a house that survives. All these are good things, but they're temporary things. What our focus is, is to tell people about the love of Jesus so that they have faith in, um, in 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 what's happening in their life, so that they're not hopeless. Because think about it: what if you are living this without the knowledge of the Lord? So think outside the box. Pray like you're looking for answers. Pray like you actually believe God hears you. That is leading with innovation. Is God? I may not have an innovative idea, but God, you've given me this creative mind made in the image of God. Would you put ideas in my head of how I could do my life uh, in a way that now uses the resources you put before me uh, to to declare to the world that you are great and that you are good? And then act with urgency for what is urgent, all right? We are spending so much time, and, and myself included, looking for toilet paper. I already had like 10 rolls of toilet paper, now I have 16 or 17, you know? And like, I'm sorry, but like, I mean, that's great, but I like, couldn't have lasted t- with 10 rolls of toilet paper. Yeah, but I felt this pressure to go get more. Why? Because I was listening around. I was listening out. And again, leadership listens up. Now, do I regret getting the toilet papers? No, I mean, I mean, look, if you're short toilet papers, email me. Send you a couple of rolls. But the point of it is, let's act with urgency for what is urgent. That's how we lead with innovation. We know what's urgent. Life, death, eternity, light, darkness. We know that Jesus is coming again. We know that there's an eternity where we all have to give an account to God, and we who stand covered by the blood of Jesus are literally scot-free because of his goodness. That is an urgent message to spread. Hope is urgent, to spread it to people who need it. Are we leading in a way that shows what we believe, who we believe. Uh, Are you leading in a world of COVID like you actually believe Jesus is our King? Hey, uh, I love you guys. I'm telling you this to rally you. I have been in the pit and up and I know that it takes sometimes a little reminder of saying, hey, we know what we're here for. Let's act like it, guys. Tonight, 7 p.m., ask to join our community. Go to livingwithpower.org Click on Join the Community. It'll take you to the Facebook group. Ask to join it. We'll, you'll be part of our community group, and we will be there. I'll be waiting for you at 7. I've got a lesson ready to go, how to make it through a crisis. You're going to love it. Uh, I love you guys. If you have any questions, prayer requests, needs, email me at lena at livingwithpower.org. It's been great to be with you today. Special edition of a special leadership podcast. Hope you have a great rest of the day, and I hope to see you tonight.